Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray these daily devotionals are a blessing to you and your family. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and you can find all the information you need to know about us there. Well, friends, today we're going to continue walking through the book of Acts. And we find ourselves today in the book of Acts chapter number four. Peter and John have now been arrested. 2,000 extra people have now come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, bringing the total number of believers to 5,000. And isn't it amazing that despite heavy persecution beginning now to come against them, that the word of God is exploding and the gospel is moving forward and lives are being changed. It's almost this, uh, this paradox, isn't it? You would consider that when someone is persecuted and rejected and put down and, and destroyed, that people would turn away from that religion. They would turn away from that movement because of the danger that it brings to the individual. But instead, across the ages, Christianity... When we face persecution, it seems to lead to this, this, amazing, uh, this, this, this amazing revival as many people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And so here, Peter and John are now in prison. And the Bible tells us that the next day, their rulers and elders, this is chapter 4, verse 5, and the scribes, they assembled in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and all the members of the high priestly family. After they had Peter and John stand before them, they asked them the question, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a disabled man by what means he was healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene whom you crucified and whom God raised from the dead by this man, by him, this man is standing before you healthy. This Jesus is the stone rejected by the elders, which has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to people, and we must be saved by it. And the Bible says, when they observed the boldness of Peter and John, and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. Just consider that passage for just a moment. When they realized that Peter and John were uneducated and untrained men and they saw their boldness, they recognized and knew that Peter and John had been with Jesus. Now, friends, when I look at that text, I like to always bring up the fact that Peter and John had indeed been with Jesus. And they had been with him pre-resurrection. If you think about 
Peter and John before the resurrection. They were both called as fishermen off the Sea of Galilee. And for three years, they walked with the Lord Jesus Christ and they observed the life of the greatest and most influential human in history. They watched him walk. They listened to him teach. They sat with him at tables while he ate. They watched him heal. They, they saw him do these miraculous things like feed 5,000 with this five loaves and two fishes. They witnessed him walking on the water. They saw demons and diseases going on the run. They saw deaf people hearing, lame people leaping, blinded people's eyes being opened. Pre- resurrection, they were with Jesus. And no doubt that changed their life. But friends, listen to me. When they realized they had been with Jesus, it wasn't just that these two men had been changed by the life of Jesus pre-resurrection. That's enough to change anybody. But they had been with Jesus post-resurrection. You will remember that it was Peter and John. They were the first two to make it to the tomb. If you remember, John got to the tomb first. He stooped to look in, but it was Peter who rushed by him and ran in the door. After seeing the empty tomb, they went back to the place where the disciples were, and Mary Magdalene saw the Lord Jesus Christ. She ran to where they were, and she told them all, I have seen the Lord. And it was later that afternoon afternoon that the Lord Jesus Christ, all the disciples gathered together there in the upper room, the Lord Jesus Christ himself appeared to the disciples and they saw him. They saw him when he spoke to Thomas. They saw him as he taught them in those final days. They saw him at Galilee when Peter was called and, and restored by being asked of the Lord Jesus three times, do you love me, Peter? And they saw him on the Mount of Ascension as he went up into the sky to sit down at the right hand of the Father. These guys had saw Jesus post-resurrection and there was no doubt in their heart that Jesus was alive from the dead, that Jesus was coming back and they knew that he was the true Messiah. And so they noticed the boldness of Peter and John. They know they're uneducated and untrained fishermen. How is it possible that these guys are speaking the way they're speaking? It's because they've been with Jesus pre-resurrection. They've been with Jesus post-resurrection and now the Holy Spirit of God has indwelt their hearts and they are speaking with the boldness that these guys have never heard and never seen before. And friends, if you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you as well have been with him. You saw, you have, you have given your life to him. He has saved your soul. He has moved in through the Holy Spirit and you walk with him. You fellowship with him. You pray to him. You converse with him. His power dwells in you and the world has no answer for you because you have been with Jesus. And so friends, today you might say, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I, I, I'm not smart enough. Listen, friends, it's not about those things. What it's about is having the Holy Spirit of God inside of you and relying on the wisdom that only he 
can give. They recognized that these guys had been with Jesus. And since they saw the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing to say in response. They looked to the right of Peter and John. And what do they see? They see that man who had been sitting by the gate all those years, standing upright and healthy. And they have nothing to say in response. What can they say? They see the boldness of Peter and John. How are these uneducated and untrained men speaking the way they are? Not only that, but they see this miraculous sign that they had done through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. They are confounded. They have nothing to say. They have no answer for them. And friends, listen to me. You and I today, we... we we baffle the world. How is it possible that, 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 that the drunk no longer drinks? How is it possible that the drug addict no longer does drugs? How is it possible that the, that the man who is abusive no longer commits violence towards those he loves? How is it that the gossip no longer gossips or the thief no longer steals or the liar no longer lies or the divorced are restored? How is it possible? Friends, it's only possible through the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's only possible through salvation with Him. And the world has no answer for it. And so today, I want to encourage you, friends, if you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, to make Him your Savior and Lord, allow Him to be the Lord of your life that you might be saved, reconciled to God, and live with Him in heaven forever. May God bless this time in your word today or in your study of the book of Acts today. I love you guys and God bless.